Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour Mike is quiet in here because we finally don't need the AC on. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh we're getting to the back half of summer. So That's depressing. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, it's depressing, but at the same time it's nice when it's like low sixties to mid sixties in the morning, and then you can just enjoy sunrise and then you're not dying outside. <laughs> so that's enjoyable. Um but Welcome back, everybody. We got a fun-filled episode planned. A quick shout-out to our sponsors. Addies, thank you so much for your logo. And then Queen City Creative Works, Etsy Shop on Roids, family-owned, married couple, two kids, two dogs, and they can make customized items and ship them right to your door regardless of where you live. So head on over to queencitycreativeworks.com, click their Shop Now button, and then you can also buy personalized branded merchandise that has our logo on it, too. So Queen City, thank you so much for your continued support. Today's use of fact is actually going to start from a question that I have for you. Oh, okay. Perfect. What is the heaviest weight you've ever picked up? We're not talking like Jim Bro Dumbbell. We're talking like estimated weight of like I'm a saying, car just or what's, something. What's the heaviest, yeah, what's the heaviest weight you've ever picked up? So like you can go a couple ways just, because just, there's just a, say a number. There's a person too. Just say a number. Two fifty. What's her name? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> 
No, probably probably two fifty, right? Like a, a big dude would be two fifty if I ever lifted him. And I don't think I've done well. No, because I've deadlifted more than that. So I don't know three fifty. I don't know. I don't really go crazy. What's yours? Like fourteen thousand? No, ill. No, <laughs> my bones would explode. Um, most I've ever benched was three hundred five. Okay. Thought my wrists were going to shatter. Love that. Uh, that was actually recently after graduating high school, and then that's not recent. That's well, no, no, no. Recently, recently after graduating high school is when I did three hundred five, which was years ago. But like it was. Why did you put high school in there then? Just say recently. <laughs> no, no, no. Because it was, it was. I graduated high school, and then shortly thereafter is when I was able to bench three hundred five. Does that make sense? No. Okay. It does, but like, yeah. It could have been so an like, easier way for you to say this. Sure. Like 2011, 2012 <laughs> time frame, I guess. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what? I, you're yelling. Um, and then I've pulled. A lot of muscles. Um, I've pulled like 315 um, for relative ease post-deployment, but I never maxed out on a deadlift really beyond 315. Like I just, I would rather rep 315 for good form than try to like blow something sure. out. Um, well, you don't want to mess with that either. Yeah, if that's you go the thing. hard, your back's done. 100%. Like I respect the the actual lift way more than trying to like ego lift or whatever sure. especially like deadlift bench and squat i just respect those movements too much to kind of keep pushing it mm -hmm. and then risk it um but yeah i mean i i don't really like try to squat as much as i can i would rather risk things on leg press than i would just normal back squat yeah but and obviously you know, lift safely and all that stuff with like friends. But yeah, I just never, I don't know. I never got into powerlifting anyways. It was just kind of, you know, functional fitness per se, not CrossFit yeah. because it was all bodybuilding type exercises for years, but it wasn't um, like, oh, I'm just going to do like 30 plates. Like I never cared. Did you ever watch like Marius Pujanovsky during the world's strongest man of competition course. and all? Dude, those things were sick. Absolutely. Did you see that dude collapse though when he was trying to do those uh, anvil balls or whatever they're called? What are they called? The things that you pick up and then you have to put on the stone. The Atlas Stones? The Atlas Stones. What year did that happen? They, they always do that, but or the when the dude collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I was asking. 2017, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, he like tried to put it up and then he just fell backwards and like basically died. The the stone landed on his chest. Yeah. Yeah. The it was terrifying. Um yeah, that that circulated the internet really quick. You know Marius Pudinowski tried MMA for a while? He did. Yeah, he did well too. He dropped a lot of weight, and then... Uh, well, the dude was a unit. Like, he was a fit unit. Oh, 100%. He wasn't, like, one of those... What's that one dude, Mike Mike Stone or something like that? The dude from the U.S. who was just a big dude. But, like, he wasn't mobile. He was just, like, a rock where he couldn't move. Budinowski was actually athletic. Right. That's scary. Absolutely. You also have guys like Brian Shaw that are fairly athletic as yeah. well, which is the same with Eddie Hall. It's kind of crazy because you see dudes like that at his heaviest, Brian Shaw, I believe, was just over 400 pounds, and he's six, like, nine. Like, just a six, eight, like, just a massive human being. And they've actually had him on stage next to, like, Mr. Olympia bodybuilders. Some of those guys are, like, five, six, and, you know, five, ten. Mm -hmm. And then there he is, 
And they're like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sh- like, I'm very dedicated to my craft, as is he. And then he's like, but I can, you know, bend a frying pan with my hands and like <laughs> roll it. And he's done that before. Like, it's just crazy strength. When do you make that decision that like, this is what you want to do? I feel like everybody that I know, which isn't many people, but like that are over six, eight are some sort of athlete. Like, do you just have to be one? You know, someone tall? over six, eight. Yeah. Do you just have to be that who, tall? Who do you know? Who's that tall? Like, maybe, maybe you personally maybe, know maybe him? Six, six. The yeah. tallest person that I personally know was six, six, and it was my English teacher, and he was a basketball player in Germany. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you're that tall, do you have to do sports? No. It just makes sense, though. Sports are also just great for you. True. Especially, you know, between development, you know, all the everyone knows the positives. Of course, everybody knows the negatives, but... I just feel it makes sense. If if you're six six, not everyone's six six, so you might as well try to you know take it as far as you can, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just being that awkward accountant. Do you wish you were taller? Uh uh-uh. uh no, not really. I'm good at my height. What what are you? Because we're like the same height, six two. Yeah, I'm six two. Yeah. My my license says six two, but I got her to boost me up a little bit. <laughs> if I'm if I have no shoes on or anything, and I'm just standing there like back against the wall, I'm six one and a quarter. Still. Uh huh. Yeah. When, and when do I people was, start shrinking? I was just so obsessed with my height, dude, because I all all I wanted to be was six two. Like, if you start shrinking and you're under six foot at some point in your life, are you gonna start crying? Like, will that be one of those times where you're just like, I'm it's it's over for me? Debatable. It's definitely debatable. Yeah, I mean, that's, like you that's go to the doctor thought. and she goes, "You're five ten now." Are you just jumping out the window at that point? I mean, most doctor's offices are only one floor, so I don't really know how beneficial that would be unless you like. Well, you're 5'10 now, so that's a far jump down. Sure. Yeah. Like if you sperm dive and you just like, you know, like. um, What is the average height for a man? 5'10? I think so. Let me Google that. But I believe so. Uh, Which isn't bad. You know what I feel bad for are women that are over like six foot because then they're just always kind of looking down like Rachel from Boy Meets World. Rip. She's alive. But, you know, she's like she made interesting career choices after her actors, uh, her acting career went down. So average height for a man. Anyways, it's I don't know. I'm very traditional in the sense of. Of a man in the U.S. Mm -hmm. I'll be specific. It's five nine. So, yeah, five ten. Put shoes on. So (laughs) I just feel bad for women from a traditional sense that I don't know, in my mind, because I'm kind of traditional in some ways, I suppose, in twenty twenty three, that the man should be taller than the the female. And you, you know, it would be nice for your woman to be able to wear heels and still be shorter than you. Yeah. Did I don't that, know. Maybe I'm wrong. Start, did that start back then is like a power thing? Like back in early days that men wanted to be taller than women because of power i'm sure white men from britain like ruined it i'm sure (laughs) i mean they pretty much ruined everything in the world so because definitely being over somebody is like if you're taller than somebody that does automatically make you feel more powerful that's a common videography and cinematography trick that if you're portraying somebody that is weaker the person is always sitting down and the person stronger is always up. So it's always an upward angle for the stronger person and a downward angle for the weaker person. That's Mm. extremely common in Hollywood. So I wonder if that's why we have this perception that 
taller women don't necessarily make sense if you're a small dude because it's just like, can I get a piggyback ride? <laughs> yeah, it's also just kind of weird, right? Yeah. Like from an outside lens, if like if you just see the opposite, you're like, eh, it's not jiving. Would you date somebody that was taller? No, well, if if no, someone was taller than you, they would be WNBA. So like like Brittany Griner level. Yeah, that, but that would be still somebody. be really bad at basketball. <laughs> right. So Jesus I <laughs> <laughs> they actually there's a there's a recent video going around of the highlights. It was like Fox Soccer put it out and it was highlights from the Women's World Cup and it it was literally supposed to be a highlight reel and it was just missing goals, like <laughs> missing passes. I was like this is atrocious to watch. And then they'll yeah. do like side by sides and be like men's World Cup highlights and it's a, such a different game. Dude, there's so you're going to make fun of me because I watched this, but there's a professional disc golf that is on TV now. Um, and, you really want to say this on camera? Yeah. And there's an FPO division for females. And yeah. there's this one, there's these couple of videos of like people being from here to the camera away, which is probably five feet. And when she throws it, it gets stuck on her finger and she yanks it 15 <laughs> yards to the right, like nowhere near the basket. And everyone's like, what are we doing here? And she four putted from inside like five feet. Dude, it was so funny because now every time that we go and Thomas is a pot, I'm like, what are you in FPO? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, women, they're special. We're clearly joking, but not really. So, But yeah, I would never date someone taller than me. Yeah. And I haven't. I just, no. And now my wife is 5'1". So. so now what if you kind of swung the other way and you were into dudes? Would you then <laughs> date someone taller than you or no? This is kind of funny. Because There's, you're definitely the female in the relationship. Everybody says yeah. that. We need to tone it down. <laughs> Not necessarily wrong. I don't know. I I can be a little spoon. <laughs> Probably should have waited until you swallowed. Pause. Um, I, heavy pause. <laughs> not as heavy as your heaviest weight. Um, right. Anyways, the, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I'm not even going to go down the rabbit hole. I'm not. I'm just, I'm avoiding the question. I'm going to go full politician, and I'm going to avoid the conversation. Next question. Well, what is, so the useless fact, was there a record of the heaviest weight or something, or did you just bring no, it up? No, that was, yeah, that was oh, a useless okay. fact. It's okay. it's a useless fact about you for the audience. What is the heaviest weight that anyone has ever picked up? Um, I think Eddie Hall's deadlift of 1,100 pounds, I think, is still the record. I don't know if anyone beat that. You want me to just search heaviest deadlift? Because that's basically like world's heaviest deadlift would essentially well, be the heaviest weight picked up. When they do like the world's strongest man competition and they lift a car, is that it's, actually considered a deadlift? Well, it's also the shell. It's the frame of the car. Well, yeah, It's obviously. not. Right. So it, just say the heaviest weight ever picked up by a human. Heaviest weight ever lifted by a human. Heaviest weight lifted. Well, is Guinness Book of World Records lists the feet it was a back lift okay paul anderson no idea who that is in 1985 i don't know if that's real it's in the guinness book of world records bro it has to be real the mountain set the world 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Record for deadlift. The mountain. Oh, I know the mountain. But it's a dude from Game of Thrones. Right. But it says that Paul Anderson lifted 6,270 pounds. It's a well-documented and still unbroken feat. Paul Anderson, of course, was a noted Olympic gold medal winner and strongman. If you are unfamiliar with the back lift, it is an old-time lift, which was very popular with many of the greatest strongmen. So it wasn't a deadlift. It was a different type of lift, and he moved 6,000-plus pounds. What What is a back lift, does it say? Okay, so six thousand. What is that? Three tons? Because isn't a ton two thousand pounds? What is a Jesus back, Christ? What is a back lift? In okay, weights. A back lift doesn't always look the most impressive. Weights are moved a few inches at most and supported by the lifter's back with their arms and legs braced against the ground and or a raised implement. So I'm going to show you the image of this, and then we got to figure out a way to. Put it in. Just take a screenshot and put it in the cloud. 
Yeah. You're you're basically you're almost like about to get down on all fours. So you bend over. Yeah, you bend over and then you literally have the weight resting against your back perpendicular to you and then you just like push off the ground with all fours and move the weight. It's like a standing yeah. all fours position. Okay, so is that cheating? Like, I don't think that, like, to me, a deadlift is more impressive than 100%. that. 100%. So if I'm looking at the, the heaviest deadlift ever recorded, heaviest deadlift 2023 I male. Pushed, I pushed my fridge into this area with using totally uh, the same cabinets thing. as a brace, so I'm basically the world's strongest man now. So, um... Hacksaw Thor. Let's see. The dev- the heaviest deadlift world record. Uh, let's see. Wouldn't your joints like break though if you have 6,000 pounds on your back? It's not impressive to move. It, okay, it is impressive because obviously I would never be able to do that. But I feel like moving it one to two inches is kind of cheating. It's like that dude at the gym that goes to, and goes on the bench press and he puts like 400 on and then he takes it off the thing, goes like down a half a second, goes back up, and then he puts it back on the thing. Like that's not really lifting it. You're just kind of struggling moving it. Yeah, I agree. The So uh, Hackthor from Iceland in 2020 – beat Eddie Hall and moved 1104. It was 501 kilograms. And then in 2023, 2022, April, 2022 with straps and sumo style, which is important. um, A man from Poland moved 502.5 kilograms. So basically it's just over 1100 pounds, 1107.8. So if you can move... What did the dude from Iceland do? It wasn't sumo? I mean, it kind of... They're all kind of like slightly variations of kind sumo, of, but yeah, yeah. But it matters. But yeah, yeah, it was. They're all they're all basically the you. same. They're yeah. so big that they're just so wide. Yeah. So it's... um, Yeah. The, so 1,100 pounds is the heaviest recorded deadlift. And then they're basically like 1,107, 1,105. Like, it's basically just under 1,110 is the world record deadlift, which is disgusting and absurd. Because if you pull yeah. 405 in a commercial gym around here, it's just like, all right, like, that dude's strong as shit. Like, leave him alone. He's fine, you know? Yeah. And then if you're repping 405, it's like, okay, kind of, like, you're weird. You know, like, mm-hmm. calm down. You won. You don't have to come back, you know? Like, you you won the gym. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you're moving 1,100 pounds, that's just absurd. I feel like even if you do it successfully, your back is still shot. Like, can your, your spine... Your whole body's got to be super sore after that yeah. lift, you know? Like, you just got to ache. Because that's not even, like... Like, deadlifts are good for you because there's muscles in your back. But if you do one thing wrong, your spine is done. Like, it's different than a bicep curl. Mm-hmm. Your bicep curl, you have bones and, like, cartilage in your elbow and everything like that that's helping. But it's not discs in your spine. That can be messed. Like, well, that's that the thing. Crazy. That's why form is so important. Yeah. Because you have to load up. You have to load the bar, and then you literally drive through your heels and keeping your butt down, keeping your spine in alignment. You don't hump your back because right. then you're screwed. Yeah. Especially, you know, even half of that weight, you're screwed. Right. 315, you're screwed. So Throwing it's Throwing a all, piece of paper in a garbage can, can, you're screwed. Right. It's all core. Yeah. It's all core. But it's a lot of weight, man. It is. 
I don't like it. No. So we have a few things lined up. We have we're doing a marathon recording day, yeah. which is exciting. So for the next like three months, you're going to be seeing us wearing the same clothes, <laughs> which is mint. We're starting. Uh, so over overall layout, we should do like. Marathon record ep one, ep two, ep three. That that would be fun. If you want to know why we're doing this and kind of why we're busy, you have to head over to Patreon because we're going to be recording a video for patrons only, documenting what we have coming up because we are. We've said this for a very long time, but we're very busy now. We've gotten a lot of we, the podcast, the Buffalo Happy Hour business has grown to a point where we have no other choice but to marathon record. And it's going to be difficult during the bill season because I still want to do weekly records because I like talking about the most recent games. But we have a lot of stuff on our plate right now, business wise. So if you want to know what else is going on, you have to go to patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour, where we're going to be filming a video just for them and not you nerds. So go ahead over there and even subscribe for the three buck tier. That is our lowest. But what else were you going to say? So I just wanted to let them know that they got to go over there to hear more specifics. No, for sure. But yeah, we got a nice little lineup. Each episode is going to have a topic. um, And then we can just kind of dive into a few things. If you want, we can touch on one quick. Hell yeah. What are we at? 20? 20, yeah, we got time. All right. <clears throat> so, let's start with the debate. We got a 10 minutes on the clock. Okay. We'll debate it for 10 minutes. Love it. If you eat every three hours, do you start the timer from when you start eating or when you finish eating? It depends on which meal it is so like if i am eating between breakfast and my first snack 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 well like actually let's do it the other way around let's do lunch and my first snack because i don't eat breakfast so if i start eating lunch at 12 and i finish lunch at 12 30 and then i don't do my next meal until 4 30 i do from the end of the first milestone and then the beginning of the next milestone yeah, so you start the timer from when you finished eating. Yeah, and then start it when I start eating. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so if you say that I eat every three hours, yeah, it's from the time that you start eating or stop eating your first meal and then start eating your next meal. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. so you start, so you start the timer from when you finished the last bite of food. So when you're... How this whole thing came up is for since hour one, bro, hour one, me and Colleen, my wife, my beautiful, loving wife, were feeding our baby daughter every three hours. And we both were like, okay, so it's every three hours. She finished her bottle at 1230. So at 3.30, she'll have her next bottle because that's three hours from when she finished. That's how it was. So it was seven weeks. Okay, seven straight weeks of that. Then she hits me with, no, we start the timer from when she started the bottle. I'm like, that makes zero sense. (laughs) And that change came out of nowhere. And then she goes, I've been doing that for weeks. I'm like, no, you haven't, because she's been here for like seven of them. (laughs) So that's not true. And I'm convinced that it was from like postpartum memory loss or whatever that women deal with 
that I wouldn't know anything about as a man, but I, that's a thing. And she just flipped it because she read something and she's like, oh, so, okay. And then just never communicated it because then obviously it's been a debate ever since. It makes zero sense to me, logically, black and white. I'm not a great person. I'm very black and white, <laughs> very literal. If I'm eating every three hours, why in the world would I negate the 30 minutes it took me to eat something if it, say, took me 30 minutes to eat? Right? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. If I'm eating every three hours and I start eating at 12, I'm going to eat until 1230. Okay. I took my lunch break at 12. I'm done eating at 1230. I will now eat again at 330. I'm not going to eat at three. That's two and a half hours. It right. took me 30 minutes to eat. I was wrong. So I called people. I texted you. You were busy. I called a coworker. <laughs> it was Saturday, nine o'clock at night. Called a, a random coworker who we debate every every day pretty much at work and I was like where are you on this and he agreed with me and I'm like thanks and we just hung up and then on Monday he goes why did you call me Saturday at 9 p.m. to ask me that question you had me rattled I was like sorry but to me that's what it was and then now I'm wrong well that's what happens men are always wrong but if it takes you an hour yeah to eat then it took me an hour and then so if I eat from 12 to 1 I'm eating at four, four, you know, there's an eating, Math. there's an eating window. Correct. And like, you don't count the eating window. Correct. When the window closes, timer starts. Yeah. Because it's, it's technically not between meals. It's your fasting time and your fasting time stops when you have your last caloric bite. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Yeah. This wasn't much of a debate because we agree. I don't like when we agree on things. I'm sure we'll debate within the next, <laughs> I don't know, seven hours of us being here today recording. So yeah, what, are we, what are we doing for lunch? That's going to be our first debate. No, there ain't no debate there, friend. The debate's the side, but you know damn well. <laughs> you know damn well what the main course is. Dude, we ate like 17 pounds of chicken wings last night. <laughs> Did you see how many chicken wings we had on our grill? I love how the so comment was, many. Derek, just put them all on. Yeah, just put them all on. It's fine. Just do it all. We ate them all. Did you really? Yeah. How much water did you have to drink after those? Not that much. I mean, there was four of us, so it wasn't Oh, it wasn't I thought it was just you and Gina no, just going no, in. No, 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 no. It was me, Gina, Tom, and Nicole. <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, that so funny. All right, well, yeah, let us know what your thoughts are on that feeding window and what is your biggest weight that you've ever lifted? Um, and what's their name? Yeah. Did it lift the weight off your shoulders <laughs> when you did it? I don't like that phrase. Was there someone's like, what do you think that came from? Well, actually, that probably came from like when they had people build the pyramids in Egypt and it was like, let me take the weight off your shoulders. And that was kind of how that started. I don't know, man. All right. Well, thank everybody for joining to today's episode. Again, if you want to hear more about what we have going on, the big news that we have dropping and all that stuff, head over to patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour. Um, let's just say we're more than a podcast. We've been saying that for a couple of years now, but uh, now we're actually kind of making <laughs> making the moves towards that. 
little phrase there. So thank you, everybody. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Head over to our other channel, BHH Whiskey Talk, on YouTube, where we do whiskey reviews and interviews with head distillers. We just released the interview with Mike Cameron from Devil's River, which was super fun. They're, they're an awesome company. So head over there, check out that interview. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on all channels, and we'll see you guys next week. Please remember to always drink responsibly, be a good person. And Michael, do not litter. We're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.